Welcome back to Inside TBT. Exciting episode today. Two guests, very different. One is an announcement, and one is a little behind the scenes thing in TBT that you may or may not know about. The first one is Mike Cabango's on the show announcing a Texas basketball alumni team, one of the most historic college sports programs is coming to TBT with the Texas alumni team. Check out the roster online on TBT's account. Some of the names, though, just to get you excited, Dexter Pittman, Jordan Hamilton, Kerwin Roach, Andrew Jones, Mike Cabongo, and more. And then Vic Beasley is on the show. Yes, former NFL player, current XFL player who's trying to get back in the NFL. You're here, you'll hear about that here in a second. He joins the show because let me tell you what he does. He didn't do it last year, but the year before and a few years before that, he buys a slot, one of the TBT buy-in slots, and he puts on his own little mini tournament where he gives the winner the buy-in slot that he purchased. Two years ago in West Virginia, it was the Georgia Kings. We'll see who comes out of it this year. Really cool, interesting little side story of TBT regarding Vic Beasley. He's the man. Great interview. Let's get to them right now. All right, joining me now on Inside TBT, Mike Cabongo. Welcome to the show. How's it going to my TBT family? It's a pleasure that I'm back. It's been a while. I'm excited for the news that you guys are about to hear here shortly. But um, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So the news is that you'll be bringing a Texas team to TBT We're definitely going to talk about that. But first things first, you were on the first ever overseas elite team. What do you remember from that year of TBT? Uh, I just remember uh, a tournament that was starting that had, I said, little legs at the time. Uh, Not a lot of people knew about what was happening. Um, And I'm a person that just loves hooping. It don't matter where I'm at. I just want to be you know, around the game, in the game. So when the opportunity came to me, I was just like, sure, without knowing exactly what was happening. Um, you know, a pilot year, that's just how things happen. You know, people trying to figure out how it's going to work, what doesn't work. So seeing, first of all, where it started to where it is today is unbelievable. And hats off to the whole crew and everyone that's putting the work to make it what it is today. But I just remember that first year um, with a team that's obviously been winning it a lot of years um, and, and knowing what goes into to winning. Um, was definitely something I would say was one of the highlights of my career. Um, just being with a brotherhood of guys, whereas in the summertime, everyone had their respective leagues that they play for. And then we came together to kind of um, do something very special those first two, three years in a row. Absolutely. So you're obviously bringing championship mentality to the Texas yeah. alumni TBT team. But what are yeah. some other guys bringing? Who, who are you coming with? Who's on the squad? <laughs> I think it's just championship mentality, just period. Uh, yeah, you know, some of these guys that you're about to hear, I mean, I'm bringing in guys with me that uh, are champions in life. You know, they've had uh, some things uh, in their career that has happened to make them go overseas or probably, you know what I mean? Not the way that they expected it, but it's a bunch of hungry guys that, first of all, put Texas um 
first and foremost every time wherever they are they're always representing uh the college the university in a high regard um first class kind of humans uh and if you want me to say the names i mean i could say the names but i think once we reveal who's on our team and once the texas fans see who's on this team i think they'll want to support and get behind i think guys that have put in the work not only in this game but off the court as well that are good human beings and i think that's the the, the recipe that you need whenever you're making a championship team, it's good guys off the court and that could mesh on the court as well. So that's what we have when you're going to see this Texas team step on the court this year. Absolutely. The full roster will be dropping, you know, here shortly or by the time you're listening to this, it's already out, but just a couple names out there to yeah. excite you. Kerwin Roach, Jordan Hamilton, Dexter Pittman, Cam Ridley, Bunch of good names, bunch yeah. of, you know, uncommitted Texas guys out there, too. I heard KD maybe uh, maybe lacing them up. Have you guys? <laughs> I'm going reached- to give, I'm gonna have to give KD a call on that one. I think he's a little busy now that he's in Phoenix, but it wouldn't hurt to give him a call to suit it up one time for the boys. But um, he has three more years of eligibility left, I believe. So um, we can probably try and make some work. But um, nah, I think uh, the guys that you've named, like I said, we also have some other guys that we were waiting to hear commitments from that might have national team things going on this summer with the with the, uh, the after the World Cup uh, happened, basketball World Cup happening this year and uh, with FIBA. Uh, once we know and we exactly know our full roster with the names that you added, I think people are really going to be surprised how we're going to come and try and make some noise for the tournament. Absolutely. So thinking back to your time at Texas, you know, we're way back when, you know, early 2010s decade. All right. right. Who who were some of the teams that you played that had, you know, notable players in college that went on to be, you know, NBA stars or overseas stars? Who, who are some of the guys that you really remember matching up against and being like, those guys are going to be special? And you were right. Uh, I mean, just the, the guys that you know that are probably in my class is the Anthony Davises, uh, who's my guy still to this day. You know, that's a monster, walking double-double, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer we talking about. Um, then you have guys like Bradley Bill, um, Austin Rivers, Mike, Michael Kidd, Girl Chris ended up going, you know, playing in Kentucky, uh, the Marcus Teagues. So just knowing guys in my class, Quincy Miller, um, that you know that was at Baylor playing with me versus versus me in the Big Twelve were guys that came up with me at the same time, and obviously guys that we also looked up to around that time that were in the scene. Um, that's just basketball, still a small community, you know. Um, I think even if you're in college and you're with your class, you still admire the players that came before you and after you. So it's one of those things where there's so many memorable college players that I looked up to. Um, that I idolized and that who I've had in my game after that, you know, that you've seen from before the stardom or after. So it all goes hand in hand with basketball. So when when you were at Texas, you know, there were some big 12 battles. Oh, yeah. Big 12 was nothing like it. Mizzou was so hard. Kansas was the toughest place to play. I don't know if you've ever been around that atmosphere is something else. That atmosphere is by far, I think, one of the hardest places to play in college besides the Cameron Stadium. Um, there's a reason why they never lose at home. So, yeah, maybe they pay the refs under the table. Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> you can say whatever you want. <laughs> I'm not agreeing with you there, except I am agreeing with you because I am went I to Am I allowed to say that? <laughs> I went to Mizzou, so KU slander is absolutely allowed. <laughs> No, I, I'm, 
I'm joking. I'm joking. If we had if we had a KU TBT team again, we would we would all be excited. But um, you know, thinking back still to your your time in Texas, do you have a home game that sticks out in your mind? That's like this moment, this home game, this was special. Uh, definitely my uh, I would say my buzzer beater against Oklahoma. You know, OU sucks. We all know that. Um, and it's one of those things where we've had a rivalry with that school for quite some time. Uh, I just remember that game uh, where we were down by a few um, coming back. Whenever you come back, when you're down, that shows the fight that you guys have, the resilience that you have as a team. And I remember around that time we were having a little skid. So it just felt good to win in front of our fans back at UT. Um, and of course, whenever you beat Oklahoma, it's, it's a lot sweeter and a lot better. Absolutely. I got a couple players that may be free agents this summer. I want to see if you've reached out to them. All right. All right. The first one, DJ Augustine. Wow. DJ, my guy, that's like big bro. Um, what he wants to do as far as playing, it's up to him. But I'm pretty sure if you want to be involved, the door is open for him here, for him to be a part of it involved. I'm pretty sure he will be a part of involved in some sort of way with our alumni. A lot of them will want to be involved. It's just about if they're going to play or if they're not. But I think when you name that name, do we want him to play? Of course we want him to play. It's DJ Augustine, a legend. Um, but if he's not, I'm sure we're going to figure out a way where he's a part of this uh, thing that we're going to build at Texas. I mean, to be a part of this TBT moving forward, you're going to see a lot of uh, alumni involved with us, even though it's not just playing on the playing end, you're going to see a lot of them being around this team still. So does Tristan Thompson fall into that category also? Uh, uh, of course, Double T is someone that's my brother, of course. So, uh, again, uh, if he wants to play, the door is open for him. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know how people feel about playing in the tournament yet when you, you get to that statue. But it's fun basketball. It's just like you would do a pickup. You know, that's what guys need understand. And there's a little money on the line. So the incentives are for you to play a little harder than you would in the summertime. So uh, I'm pretty sure Big T wanted a spot. You know, we're open to it uh, to have him playing. But I'm pretty sure if he ain't, he's going to be around probably, you know, doing a social media thing to, to get it out there so our Texas fans can kind of know what's happening, what we're trying to build here moving forward. Mike, last, last question for you. So... Texas moving to the SEC. Thoughts on that? Yeah. Is, is it officially happened? I don't think it's happened yet, but I think it's officially happening. I think that's official. Uh, football is happy about it. Uh, we know this was a football power move. Uh, I think that's sh- more more so like shaping the landscape of college. Period is uh, uh, was football. So uh, you know. It's going to suck that we're not in the Big 12. I think that conference was a monster. But I think what, you know, the universities and what they're trying to do is make it competitive and all all across the board. And if it's going to make them more, I would say, more competitive, uh, why not? I mean, playing the SEC basketball, you had the Kentuckys, you got a lot of great, you know, programs on that end, the Tennessee. So it's going to be competitive for sure, but you're going to miss the old rivalries that, that came before. So. You got to think it'll it'll definitely strengthen the Oklahoma Texas rivalry if there's even anything left to strengthen. I mean, the fact <laughs> that both teams are heading from Big Twelve to oh, SEC yeah. that rivalry is going to continue and grow. 
Oh yeah, that that's only gonna you know. I think even if we weren't in the same conference, we'd schedule a non-conference game just because we don't like them and we would like to beat them. So it's one of those things where it's kind of nice to see them if they are gonna end up in the same conference have a chance to continue a, a rivalry that's one that's rich has a lot of uh, history and I think uh, it would be something good for you know entertainment and not only that but at the college level. Uh, to keep the competitiveness going that it's been going towards the trajectory it's going to. Mike, anything else you want the world to know about Texas basketball, about the team that's going to be, you know, a lot of these guys, like you mentioned, they go overseas and and fans don't really hear from them. But now, boom, back on your TVs. What do you want people to know? Uh, I just want the people to know, like, this is something like the TBT is amazing because it gets to show show you how, how, much the game has expanded, you know, the game's expanded, not only just uh, there in America, but globally. And it's kind of cool whenever you can see the guys that you used to cheer for uh, come back home and be receptive by, you know, home as far as the fans go. So I just hope that our fans can, you know, appreciate what these guys are doing when they're going to have time that they could be spending with their families, want to put on a Texas uniform in the off season and represent, um, represent it to the fullest and hoping she can make them proud and, you know, bring some sort of banner since we hadn't had one ever. I don't know how long. So we need to bring back something for our fans to be excited about. What better than to do this with the tournament? Absolutely. Before I get you out of here, and you mentioned a banner. Could happen this year in college basketball. (laughs) Texas team this year. Any questions for me? That's how we like to close out these inside TBT interviews. Well, who's your winner? Who's your winner? Now that you know, I got to know who you think is going to win it this year with some of these rosters that you, you're hearing that might be coming in. Who are your top four that you expect to be in the uh, the top four once this is all said and done? Well, we did announce a Mizzou team. So as a Mizzou alum, it's tough <laughs> for me to pick against Mizzou. And I have a second podcast with my guy, Joey Lane, who, you know, used to co-host this show, is on from time to time as well on Inside TBT. We have an Ohio State podcast. He played basketball at Ohio State. Carmen's crew said they're coming back, which is the Ohio State team. So I'm going Ohio State, Carmen's crew versus Mizzou. Show me TBT championship. But if you guys get these names that we're hearing. All right. There. All right. I like that. So now you just you just earned uh, Ohio State and Mizzou. A nice little target in their back because I am very competitive. And uh, the, thank thank you guys. Whoever's watching, thank you guys. I, for I don't care. I don't care how bad those rosters are. I got to pick them, right? <laughs> well, on, on that note, you know, you got to ride with you guys without a doubt. But, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm just happy and excited to be back at the TBT. You guys know um, it's, it's family. Um, I'm happy that it was history that we got to create. And now coming back with a new team. That pretty much, if you cut my skin, I can actually be burnt orange. I don't. I'm not quite sure if that happens for y'all, but it happens for us. So I'm excited to, to represent and, and be back stateside soon, and can't wait to see you guys all. And hopefully, I mean, we meet one of the two teams that you picked in the championship to kind of cement some history here before. All right, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Anytime. Thank you for your time. All right, joining me now on Inside TBT, Vic Beasley. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you having me, man. Absolutely. This is a little bit different of an interview. We're used to, you know, players or coaches or GMs of TBT teams, but this is this is a little different. This is Vic Beasley, 
you know, former NFL player, GM of his own tournament, basically. Before we get into that, Vic, I want to talk a little bit about hoops. Where did this love of basketball for you come from, and when did it start? Man, honestly, you know, just growing up, you know, being amongst the family of guys who predominantly, predominantly play football, um, you know, basketball just kind of came about, you know, as just being a competitor of, of, of all sports. And, you know, the love kind of grew just from playing amongst friends in the yard and being able to play school ball and the rest is history in a way. Absolutely. What do you remember your uh, most recent competitive basketball stats? My my most recent? Yeah, like the last the last season you played where it was like a real season, real refs, all that stuff. Yeah, so my last competitive season was uh junior year of high school. I think I averaged like 19 and 15. Um we had a, we had a pretty solid team. We made the playoffs my sophomore year, but my junior year we fell short in the region tournament. But I definitely enjoyed every moment of it. So before you ultimately decided to play just football, go to Clemson, great career at Clemson, did you have any basketball offers? You know, I had I had a, a lot of interest from a lot of mid-major D1 schools, um, Tennessee Tech, uh, Air Force, and I, they all was like really on the verge of pretty much offering me, but they kind of knew that I was probably going to go and play football elsewhere. So they was kind of just on edge before they offered me. But I think if I would have stuck with basketball, then I probably would have received an offer from those schools. I like that confidence in yourself. I agree with you. I think you would have gotten some some higher offers because you would have stuck with it, you know, played AAU summer going into senior year. You you would have been a basketball legend. I'm pretty confident in that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the two-mile horn, but, you know, a lot of individuals say that I was a pretty good basketball player. So. Yeah. So let, let's talk about your tournament and your foundation. This is, you know, the third, fourth time you've done this with TBT, but you'll take me back to the beginning. Tell me about the foundation and, and why you wanted it to, you know, lead to a basketball tournament and ultimately being giving the winner a shot in TBT. Yeah. So um, I guess I kind of discovered TBT just by watching ESPN one day. And I was just looking like it was some competitive basketball still being played down around this time of the year, you know, that spring, summertime. And when I realized that, I kind of looked up TBT and saw what it was all about. And I was like, wow, this is something I myself would be interested in competing in. And I had already worked with individuals, adults, who was um, pretty competitive playing basketball overseas and around the area. And I knew this would be something that I would try to, you know, pursue in the future. Absolutely. So what what is the name of your tournament that you put on? Um, starting out, you know, it was Vic Beasley five and five basketball tournament, but I've, you know, developed this foundation, the Brighter Days Foundation, and now I'm running it through my foundations. So now it's the Brighter Days five on five basketball tournament. And what what does Brighter Days do who who is the foundation benefiting? What's what's the background on Brighter Days? Yeah, Brighter Days was kind of you know I was just brainstorming one day and just was just, just thinking of different names of what I could do to make an impact in the world, but very much in my community. And you know, Brighter Days, you know, kind of came to mind. You know, I just thought about I'm a, a religious guy in a way. You know, uh, 
I'm a Christian, and I do believe there are better days and brighter days ahead. So that kind of, that thought kind of came to mind. And what Brighter Days does is a nonprofit organization, and the mission of the organization is about financial assistance, education, and you know, empower people of all ages to uh, pursuing social excellence. That's awesome. So the field, the field this year. Is it locked in? Is it solidified? Because the way it's going to work is you you bought that that buy-in spot in the Louisville regional of TBT, and the winner of your you know Brighter Days Five on Five tournament is going to get that slot. But what are the teams looking like in the Brighter Days tournament? Um, I think right now we have four or five teams registered. Um, I think two from last year. Um, and I know a lot of other teams were registered from last year as well. Um, but right now, I mean, the names that I'm seeing on these rosters are pretty competitive guys and guys that's participated in the tournament before. I think the Georgia Kings was was the team that most recently had representation in TBT. Is that accurate? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Are they are they running it back? I think they are running the back. I know the um, the coach is back. I think they may be playing underneath a different name this year. All right, Vic, yourself, are you playing? We got to see you out there. Oh no, no, I don't play, you know, not not in my own tournament. I just try to just be a host for the event. Okay, fair enough. I got a couple NFL questions for you because you know you are a, a former slash current NFL player. Has the ship sailed there? Are you trying to get back on a roster? Do you want to be on an NFL roster? What's the rundown there? Yeah, so I last played in 2020, you know, took two years off. Oh, I didn't intentionally take two years off you know i had offers that COVID year but i didn't want to get the vaccination or whatnot and then this past year i didn't get a call so i joined the xfl and it's been a cool experience in the xfl you know our season isn't as hot as we wanted to but i feel like our team is definitely you know um developed chemistry throughout the season so um my goal is to get back to the nfl hopefully i have a, enough good things on film for them to find interest in me so where where are you right now? Are you on a road trip? Are you home? What, what what's the what's your day to day look like right now? Yeah, so two more games left in the XFL season. Um, you know, we normally have Sundays off, and then we practice throughout the week and play on Saturdays, and that's kind of the schedule throughout the week. And you're on the you're on the Vegas Vipers, correct? That's right. All yes. right. Last XFL question. What's been the hardest road environment to play in in the XFL? Uh, it had to be this past week, St. Louis Battlehawks. I feel like that's the closest thing you get to an NFL environment here in XFL. So I, I went to Mizzou. I got a lot of friends from from St. Louis. They're fired up about the about the Battlehawks. So it's 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 looking pretty cool. It's great seeing you back out there. Anything else you want? You know the TBT nation to know about brighter days foundation, your tournament, Vic Beasley, yourself, anything else you want the people to know, man. Um, that I, I love ball, you know, I love competition and, you know, I really enjoy, uh, being a part of the TBT. Um, I met Dan, um, who was a, I think a founder of the TBT. And he's been awesome to meet. And, you know, I just hope the best for TBT. You know, if y'all have future events regarding um, basketball, football, soccer, whatever it may be, the future endeavors, you know, I hope to be a part of it. I thought of one last question, and it's sparked by you 
being a baller yourself, who do you think some of the best basketball players in the NFL are? That's bad. Um, well, just going off a of film that I've seen, you know, a little highlight tapes or whatnot. Uh, whatnot. Um, I think Miles Garrett is a good player. Um, Tyree Kill has shown some glimpses. Patrick Mahomes. And I'm pretty sure some other hidden heroes out there, too. If you were Patrick Mahomes' uh, coach, GM, owner, would you ever let him play basketball? Would I let him play? Uh, they got two rings. I'm going to let Pat enjoy his life. I, I believe that the good Lord take care of him on the court and keep him healthy for the football season. <laughs> All right, well, there we go. Vic Beasley putting out another five-on-five -five tournament this summer. Winner gets to play in TBT. Talk soon. Appreciate it, Andrew. Hope you enjoyed those interviews. Mike Cabango's Texas announcement is just the first of many upcoming big time announcements, locations, players, teams, and more all coming soon. Make sure you're following at the tournament. Make sure you're following at Inside TBT, at Andrew Zolden. Of course, that's me. Catch you all next week.